What's good, good people? Vets, let's talk. We got a special guest in front of the formation for the second time. Master Sergeant Earl Acosta. Last time we had a conversation about leadership, but now we on his retirement, man. Hey, before we get started, I'd like you guys to click that like, share, and subscribe. HBO special, help a brother out. Don't take nothing, brother. Click, man. How you doing today, my brother? <laughs> What's that, sir? I say, how you doing? Today? They're good, sir. Like, uh, ne never been better. You know, it's like I have a lot of weight off my shoulders. Still got that stress there. You know, okay. but yes, I think everybody goes through that. Right. How the family doing, bro? I know the boy's getting big. Getting big. And man, my retirement ceremony, he was all over the place. <laughs> I was trying to address some stuff to him. And I was like, where's my boy at? Like, oh, he'll watch this when he grows up. Because <laughs> he recorded it. Right, that's a good thing. So no, so so we retired now with DD two fourteen in hand, huh? Oh, yeah. Yep, DD two fourteen in hand. But the only thing is, I got him in hand, but I'm actually nineteen days into my end of active service. Oh, bro, you got that DD two fourteen. You good? <laughs> <laughs> you could probably dance on somebody's desk right now and not get in trouble. Probably, I ain't gonna say go. I don't say don't do it. But Nothing let's would. <laughs> let's jump into these questions real quick, man. Yes, sir. What was the transitioning process like, my brother? Ooh, it was long. So, um, I I dropped my pinnacle. Hey, I'm dropping papers. This is when I want to actually process. So that was back. I dropped my papers in December of 2020. Was it what? I think 2020. Yeah, December 2020, and then didn't get approved till of January 9, uh, 20. 21. So right there, my clock started ticking, you know, and I was like, okay, that was weight off my shoulders. But it was like, um, it was all a bunch of emotions mixed together, you know, because the, the, the timing, we call it the toilet tour. I'm not sure if you guys call that too, you know, like the last tour that you're, you're on in the, at least in the Marine Corps, we call it, like, hey, your toilet tour, the tour before you get out, retire mm -hmm. or become a vet. Um, it's, what do you say? I had a bunch of like mixed like feelings because, you know, like in that toilet tour, I ran into some toxic people. At the same time, I had some good people, like like family, friends that kind of kept that balance. So right. me getting out was kind of 50-50. I want to get out because I don't want to deal with these kind of people anymore, you know, or, or uh, spend time with my family. Or I enjoy mentoring and teaching Marines, you know, and subordinates, teaching them about life and all that. Right. But I, I got over that. But it it was that transition was it was a bunch of mixed feelings for fourteen months. <laughs> so yeah. every kind of emotion you can think of: stressed, happy, sad, frustrated, emotional, um, nostalgic. You know, it's all it's all mixed for me. Right, like you kind of getting a focus on like, like your purpose. Like, man, like what? Like, what am I gonna do? Like, yeah. okay, now now that you have your DD two fourteen. Do you have any fears about your future? My fears, my fear, yes. Uh, stolen valor, because that DD two fourteen is a you know like it's it's a protected document, right? And it's like serialized. That was that's the my fear, you know, that somebody gets a hold of that and it steals my identity, you know. And they're like, now nah, I gotta go to. So I was gonna make sure that's kept in a secure place. That's one of my my. That's what I've been thinking as I was driving <laughs> from base to here. <clears throat> right. What about fears of like work or anything like that? Like how things are gonna 
like yeah. transpire for your fam family things? I'll be honest. When if I got out after four years, I bought it probably would have been more stressed than I am right now. If I oh. got in eight years, probably be more stressed than I am right now. If I got it in 12 years, 13 years, and then I have nothing else, you know, like I would have been stressed because we didn't have the programs that they have now to take care of the, you know, that transition servicing the members, right? Like where they give you the resources, they give you what people look at, they give you people that value veterans and people who served in the military. We didn't have that. We just had something called TRS, you know, and then it's just like, hey, this is what you need to do. And then, but now we got so much things. I would have been scared and I would have been just lost. You know, I'd be lost again, you know, going out into the civilian world. So that's what I would have been afraid of. But right now, since I, you know, I'm, it's, I feel like I'm more prepared, you know, like if somebody stop, like if, if I don't get into a company, I'm just going to be like, Okay, let me move on to the next one. You know, like I'm not, you know, like maybe I gotta work on myself, you know, because I I can learn. That's one thing I learned a lot of. I learned through a lot of my denials or the what is that rejections throughout my career. You know, learn from them, just move on. Right. But that'll be my fear, and that's how I reenlisted too. Every every reenlistment that I had, I asked myself, "Are you ready to get out?" I looked at my wife, even when we didn't have my son. No, I'm not ready. You know what? Like, yeah, we're gonna struggle, so I need to keep. I need to keep pushing. I know where I'm at right now. So this this is probably a question I didn't send you. Do you think a lot of people like veterans use the services that they offer? No, they don't. Right. And I'll tell you why. Because I mean, I'm actually I just finished my skill based program. They didn't have that back then. I don't know how long they they started, but I got into a skill based program with hiring our heroes, remote. And then the kind of stuff like people right now. This is what I I, I learned. A lot of people are looking for a remote, like a remote job. I get it. Pandemic got you easy that. But if you're looking for a remote job, everybody's looking for a remote job. If you're looking for a hybrid job, everybody's looking for that. So if you can just limit yourself to that, you you, you don't have an open mind, you're probably going to be disappointed, you know, because like you might have somebody better than you with all those skills. And a lot of people I know, and it's because I, I've been a supervisor, I've been like a team lead, and, you know, I've, I've been in charge of Marines. A lot of them just want to get out because they don't like the stress. Hmm. You know, they don't like the stress. They don't like the discipline thing. Like they, they don't balance. And the next thing you know, I, I get calls and I get emails, man, master Iron or Gunny at the time. I, man, I just wish I stayed in, you know, I listened to you because man, I'm struggling. Wow. And right now I got three kids, you know, I got, I'm trying, I thought I was going to pay for college. GI Bill don't cut it, you know, you know, so I would have been in the same stress. So I'm thankful that I made a sound decision for myself. Everybody's different though, because some people just are blessed, blessed yeah. than others. You. <laughs> That is absolutely true. <laughs> that is that one person's story is not the next person's story. Somebody can get out and be like successful, and another person can get out and just be like, "Man, I just need to figure something out. I just need to either go back to school or get back into the military." So, was there anything or anyone that helped you during the transition from military to civilian life? Yeah, I wrote their names down so that way I I don't forget. So. There's two two things that I know that helped me tr through tr transition. Um, so I'm gonna give you some names so that way they they know so they know I'm talking whoever so they know I'm talking about Evelyn Thias, Mike Kyle, Polo Rios, Rob McCormick. Uh, they all came from the same command. We're all instructors from the supply schoolhouse, right? Right. I... And Evelyn Thias, she she retired probably like a year and a half ago, almost two years. She's the first one. 
So I attended her retirement ceremony. We're all good. We're all good friends. We still talking to this day. Even after my retirement ceremony, I attended my retirement ceremony too. A section of her. Um, I in that chat room, we always asked each other, you know, like, hey, so when you did this with the VA and you did we we keep that conversation going. It's once in a while we'll just throw like some random beams, you know how like just to throw a laugh in there. That that was my first like network. I that's the one that I stuck to. Hey, what are your mistakes and all that? And some of the other retirees that I ran into in my Twilight tour, I asked them questions here and there and wrote that down. But the other one that I'm really grateful for is hiring our heroes. I that's who I did my skill based program with with the Google Data Analytics. And they they're like a hidden gem to me. You know, mm. they every Wednesday and Thursday, it's required for you to attend these professional huddles. What they do is they go to insights with Hey, this is what they look at, you know, for job resumes and job interviews. And this is what they look look at you. Like from the moment you step out of your car, your interview already started. You know, they tell you like things like that we don't think about. The way if you don't answer your phone and you got a phone that got like a weird kind of message that doesn't look like. Yeah. Like you take things seriously. Your interview started from there. So if you didn't have a professional, so it's like, hey, this is Errol. You know, like I uh, can't reach you or you have something just um, they tell you stuff like that. They'll break down a resume. They'll break down what the employees look at, resources. They give you resources. They tell you where to practice, who you can contact. My mistake that I should have done from the beginning was get a mentor. That's what I should have had. I'm, I've applied for one now, but I'm still in the, the searching phase right now. And I didn't know they had mentors out there for transitioners. Yeah, that's one thing I didn't know they had neither. <laughs> that's probably something new, but mentorship is a big thing for people to learn how to maneuver from one place to another, especially if you coming into a position in which you have no charge and you had a position prior to, like, especially being a master sergeant, it, it, like it may be a little difficult for you, but may not. I don't know. Everybody's different. Everybody's different. Yeah. So, so how, how do you think your time in the military affected you? The one thing I th know that the, um, you know how the, they just get you so used to routine, 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 routine. That's for me, it was kind of easy because when I did my, like I said, when I did my, my transition with, with hiring a heroes, yeah. I, I was remote. So on the remote. Yeah. I, I was kind of relaxed a little bit, you know? So the, the thing I had to get used to was the work-life balance because I'll be in my room studying and then I'll be at professional huddles and there'll be no huddles, but I'm learning on my own doing college. And I'll be like, Oh, I'm home, and my mom, my not mom, but my my wife, like, hey, you're uh, you need to spend time with your your son. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but he reminds me like every day too during that time, daddy, let's go eat, daddy, come out play, you know. Yeah, that's always the focus. That's yeah. always that's like the kids. They keep because you know I had a part when I was working for the um, parole. I was a parole officer. And I used to have to come go mm -hmm. go in, and I get phone calls, and I had to be on the computer, working on client files and stuff like that. And you know, I always had to be reminded, like, hey, you have to kind of cut that off when you and go spend time with your child. The kid is always the hook for a lot of things to keep you yeah. connected with life, especially after the military. Yeah, I got something to smile for. I got something to be purposeful for. So. Yeah. How hard was it to tell your family about you retiring from the military? Uh, my wife was waiting for that since the day we were married. <laughs> you know, you, 
So that's about like 20 years ago. So it was it was easy because she's waiting for me to get out. But what wasn't what's isn't easy when she gave me a question. So uh, what's your plan? You know, so that's the where I'm like, whoa, nobody thinks about that because we get so used to. But now that I attended a lot of seminars, webinars, and I talked to a lot of like successful people, you know, I have a lot of tools where I want to go, like wherever I want to go, I know where I can apply myself. Right now, I'm just trying to finish my college too. You know, like I'm pretty close. Like I, I was going to stop, but I'm pretty close to at least getting my bachelor's degree and then can move on again. Hmm. You know? But that was so, the hardest thing. So I, it was easy to tell her I'm retiring. I'm sorry. So no, no you're good. So you're going to use your post 9-11, still get some extra pay from that. Oh, right? I'm already using it, sir. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good stuff. What about voc rehab? Yeah, that's another program you can probably jump into. Is like your voc rehab. What you said, sir? Excuse me. Said, what What about your voc rehab? That's another program you can jump off into. Yeah, I, I'm gonna stick in like what I'm finish this and see what what the future brings. Okay, I got you. So, what did you learn about yourself in the military, well, Arthur? The, those years what i learned i am actually pretty pretty sensitive you know like and it everybody's judgmental you know like it's just something you can't get out like of your head right like it's just you just gotta learn how to overcome that i'm i'm, I'm sensitive with that and the other thing too is like you know like i wasted so much energy on the wrong things people's gonna piss you off no matter what no matter where you go companies people gotta always be toxic you just gotta learn how to you know, learn from them, you know, take it for what it's worth. And one thing that one of my, my mentors told me, you know, like a hey, toxic people only exist in your life for like momentarily. Why are you going to let them stress you out? Like for the rest of your freaking career, you know, but th those kind of things, you know, like I just thought I wasted so much energy on, on negative stuff. And I want yeah. to be able to teach somebody to start with better emotional intelligence and you know, just be more successful than I ever was, you know? That's that's a big thing to kind of help somebody behind you say, hey, you need, like just think different. Like he's got to have a sense. Like how did that individual grow up? Because they're toxic for a reason. I had to grow up in a toxic environment, or yeah. you know, what type of trauma did they experience? Either yeah, I, go ahead. No, like yeah, that's that's one thing I learned. You know how to do is just like whenever I I always tell myself, you know, you're not perfect. I got to remind myself, like, hey, when I get that judgment, it's like, you know, you're not perfect. I'm telling it to myself. You know, like, yeah, you don't know where they came from. You don't know what they've been through. Never judge, you know, like, just just, just stick to that, you know, and, like, you'll be just better that way, you know. Yeah, that's always number one. So, okay, do you have something motivational to say to the people, man? I don't know about motivational, but I have some stuff that I can share that I learned through my SkillBridge program. So I'll a lot of you transitioners that's getting out, you know, like a lot of us that's transitioning already been through the same thing. We're gonna we're gonna be the stress that you're gonna go through is the same thing that somebody already went through. Retirees or vets, they don't know what to do, you know, or is it like, oh man, like I don't know, like you got a network, you know. This I'm gonna say for some of you introverts, if you're introvert, you know, get out of your comfort zone because you can't stay like that your whole life because you're gonna have your own family and then you gotta be uncomfortable, you know, to make yourself uncomfortable, make yourself comfortable, know exactly what you want to do. You know, if you in, yeah, company, you know, you got so much tools that that translates into civilian world. You just don't know it yet, you know. And just um, you know, there there's some veterans that I know they hold grudges on because the way that some things that they've been through in the past. I'm just gonna say say this, 
you know, if you stuck in the past, you're never going to grow as a civilian or as a vet. But if you can let that go, you you grow and you take things further for yourself. You know, and like when you get once you get out, we're all vets, man. We're all vets. We should be taking care of each other. We should freaking like, like we should keep that camaraderie that nobody else has. Exactly. And, you know, you just just hold on to that respect. I have friends that got in trouble. So they're like doctors right now. <laughs> got their doctor's degree. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh, wow. But I got people that are successful in contracting and all that. But yeah, you know, like, like just let the past go. You know, like if you don't have people feel sorry for you, you know, just think about your family. Find that motivation that keeps you going. For me, to keep on going, every reenlistment and to work towards retirement i kept looking at my wife and, and then when my son came out it's like yeah, you know what? it's all about them so all right no. so I, I know i'm about to kind of go down a little memory lane this is something i didn't add to it like it's all right when <laughs> you was when you was going through that that year of of man maybe or that 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 doubt or like did you ever think back to the first time you stepped in like on on a post getting your uniform, basic training, you know, did you, mm -hmm. did, did you go back to the past? Like, man, I'm remembering all these things and, and you started to miss it. Oh, I, I did. So the one thing, so my, yeah, my very last position as an instructor, like my, they, they put me in a position, it's called Marines awaiting training. What they do is before they get their MOS, you know, they're like just around getting like these sexual harassment, equal opportunity classes, financial management classes, and all this stuff right before they get into the MOS actual classes. I manage them almost like they they flew in like weekly twice a day and they'll get like, sometimes it'll be 100, 90, 80. I had them coming in. So mm -hmm. that, and as they came in, you know, I I had to mentor them for like a week, weeks, all the way to the weekend, you know, and a lot of them get in trouble and I'll be thinking, damn, that used to be me. I used to look like that. <laughs> and then, but man, some of them are just got these these problems that I just like that we never had before. But you know, I was like, you know what? Let me take care of them. You know, best way I can, or give them the resources, or direct them. You know, that's where I started meeting, missing that. And I had another di different mentor. He always says, "I'll miss the sir, I'll miss the clowns, but I'll not, I'm not the circus." You know, so mm -hmm. we all were, we all, we all were clowns before. So, yeah. and as a clown, I didn't get taken care of the way I take care of or took care of people that I did. Right. You know. Yeah, you got a good heart, man. You got a good heart. So if it's one thing, it might be a multiple, but mm -hmm. if it's some it's a, if it's some things that you're gonna miss about the military, what will it be? You know what I'm gonna miss? I'm gonna miss, you know, like those the the connections I made. And thank God, a lot of them are still, we still keep in touch and thank God for social media, which we have now, you know, because um, the connections are made, the people that would, you know, they'll, they'll, um, they'll do anything for you, you know, in a heartbeat because you right. do the same for them. That, but that doesn't, that doesn't change when you get out, you know, like if, if they're in the area, you know, we serve time is, I'm just going to miss that, you know, coming in like 730 in the morning and then we don't start working at eight because all we're doing is just talking and then next day we work for one hour. Or one hour and we talking for another three hours and then it's oh child time let's go to child and then, I don't miss doing that I miss those long breaks you know that's and I'm gonna miss where my leadership trusts me hey I gotta go take care A B and C yeah go take care of that I know that's not gonna happen in the civilian world mm -hmm. unless they unless it's um 
I don't know. Like I, I just know it's not gonna be just as you know, just as laid back like that. Just is yeah, it's different. competition now. It's different. Mm-hmm. You gotta compete with everybody now. So man, I wanna say congratulations, bro. Yeah, but I'm gonna miss that connection, you know, like where I see like my brother and sister every day. Oh, thank you, sir. Congratulations. Hey, thank you for your service. Thank you for an outstanding job you did with your troops. You got to have a particular type of heart because not not everybody finished 20 years in the military. Everybody doesn't complete that. But I'd like to say hats off to any and everybody that served in the military because military is not for everybody. I don't care what nobody says. I'm with you. That's not everybody's cup of tea. But you did the 20. You made it. You made it through. Congratulations. I say thank you to your wife. Thank you, sir. It'll be 24 at the end of this month. (laughs) So so once I hear yes, that's my 24 mark. (laughs) That's good stuff, my brother. I'm about to close out. I got a quote. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Martha Luther King, y'all know what the month is. Hey, in all things, if possible, whatever goes on, you keep moving. If you fall down, get up. It's always a stand after that fall. Don't give up on yourself because people are watching you. And all, just think, if you gave up on that thing that you feel like it's your purpose, how would you feel? How would that next day look to you? Don't stop and go. Just keep going. Hey, it's the inspiration, man. Who's up next for formation?